Oh yes, the answer's prayer. Oh yes, the answer's prayer. The Lord thyself answers prayer. Only Jesus answers. He answers prayer. Oh yes, he answers prayer. Oh yes, he answers prayer. The Lord thyself answers prayer. Only Jesus answers prayer. Let's quickly pray over this testimony that, Lord, I thank you because my testimony is also coming. Appreciate God for what he has done in the life of these brethren. Thank God for this testimony because the Lord is good all the time. Appreciate him. Don't think that year is coming to an end and the testimony has not been completed because yours is not there. Your testimony shall come. Father, we appreciate you. We bless your holy name. We cover all testimony with the blood of Jesus. All affliction shall never rise again in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. We slide on to thee. Oh, we slide on to thee. Oh Lord, among the gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness and fearful in praise, always do his wonders, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Brethren, the, this is the 11th month of the year. Today is the last day. In another few hours, we'll be talking of December. You've had testimony. You've had right from January up to this time. Don't be disturbed because your testimony has not come. I want to assure you that even though the year is running out, your testimony will still come in Jesus' name. One thing I want you to realize is that for the fact that you are in the house of God, for the fact that you belong to the God's family, that does not mean that you will not experience some difficulties. It doesn't mean that you will not have an enjoyable um, situation all the time. He does not say that you will not have trouble or that you will not have difficulties. The reality is that the days are full of difficulties. This year is running out, as I said. So many difficulties we are facing, one way or the other. If I should ask everybody to be uh, mentioning the difficulties, it, it might be uncountable. Many of us, we might be thinking that, after all, we are praying, we are praying, we are praying. Yes, agreed, we are praying. But these difficulties will always be there. But there is one assurance in the book of John. That is, uh, John 16.33 says, This thing has spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. This is the promise of God for us. And this is the word that assures us that whatever difficulties we are facing, whatever situation we find ourselves, victory is certain. I want you to have it behind your mind that before the end of this year, you are coming to stand here and testify to the glory of God. But before we go further, I want us to look at the life of the children of Israel. The song that I sang a while ago, that is in the book of Exodus 15, verse 11. 
who is like unto thee. We all know the story of what happened. We all know exactly what happened. Why in Exodus 14, the children of Israel, when they left Egypt, they came right uh, to, the, to a, a, a very mighty barrier, which is the Red Sea. They don't know what to do. They were shouting. They were complaining to, to Moses. Why didn't you leave us there? Is there no grave in, in Egypt? But to God be the glory. He paved the way. God has led them out of Egypt. And uh, we believe they are, in the, they are in the presence of God already. Should they face that type of situation? So that is why I'm telling you that right now, we are in the house of God. That does not mean that difficulties will not come. It will come, but we have that assurance that we shall overcome it. Now, as they were celebrating that victory, that victory was short-lived. Let's see what happened in the Exodus 15, verse, from verse 22 to, to 27. Exodus 15. Exodus 15, verse 22, onwards. Then Moses... Go ahead, brother. Yeah. And Moses led Israel onward from the Red Sea. And they went out in the wilderness. Praise the Lord. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them, and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. And they came to Elim, where were twelve wells of water, and three score and ten palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. Praise the Lord. I tie to my message, let God sweeten your bitter water. What are the bitter water that you have been drinking of? Allow God to sweeten it. Don't think that at the moment you have not testified here. Don't ever think that you are not testifying. Your victory will come. And you will testify to the glory of God. Amen. Only what you have to do is to allow God to sweeten your bitter water. Praise the Lord. Now, let's examine these few verses and see exactly what happened. Verse 22 shows that this, after, the, you see, after the victory, they celebrated. But verse 22 is confirming that the situation become bad for them. Because why? For three days, there was no water. So the situation become bad for them. Then in verse 23... It become worst. Why did it become worst? The reason is that in verse 22, there was no water. In 23, they found water and that water is bitter. That makes it worst. Because by the time they are looking at the water, they will be rushing there to go and drink the water. But when the water becomes bitter, the situation becomes worst. So, 
what we can find out there is that bitter water cannot quench the thirst. So, what are the, what are the situations you are passing through that is making you to be bitter? What are the situation experience you are having that you think that, oh, for the past few days or for the past few years, few months, this has been happening. And just at the train of getting the victory, something has happened. So, try to look at all those bitter situations that you might have found yourself. Now, let's look at verse, okay, uh, before then. What I want us to realize is that the Lord might be teaching the nation of Israel some lesson from this experience. That bitter water do not satisfy. The lesson, this lesson has to do with being thirsty and having no water. They were so thirsty that they began to desire for water, to quench their thirst. As they came to Mara only to discover that the water was bitter. So, for past three days, they could not find water. Now, they found one is bitter. Have you found yourself in what am I to do situation? Is your situation bring you to a, a conclusion that what am I to do? Let's see, and how did you respond in such situation? Let's examine what, how the Israelites responded. Verse 24. This verse 24 shows that they murmur, they grumble. The people complain against. They turn against Moses. Moses who has led them out of Egypt. Who has given them the victory by taking them away from slavery to freedom. They were captive. They were set free. The victory came. They were complaining. In your own situation as well, have you found yourself in such situation that something happened and you begin to complain? And you begin to murmur? The children of Israel, they direct their anger towards Moses. Whenever you need victory, take your frustration to God. Don't take it to your spouse. Sometimes, some will have situation in the office, situation somewhere, they bring that situation, come home. Take it to God. Take your situation to God. Take your bitterness to God. That bitterness that is preventing the victory from happening. Take it to God. And God will surely answer you in Jesus' name. So verse 25 show Moses' response. 24, they complain. Then 25, Show Moses' response. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. When you are looking for your victory, who are you crying out to? Do you rely on your parents? Or you rely on your spouse? Or you rely on your boss in the office? We've had testimony here. Flood, termination of employment, sickness, diseases. Somebody was on the verge of going to hell. He has been redeemed. These are bitterness. God has sweetened the bitterness. The same God is alive. He can sweeten your bitterness today. And He will sweeten it forever. So, verse 25 show Moses' response. He did not join them in complaint. Happy is the one that learned to pray instead of complain. So learn how to pray. Whenever the situation arises, learn how to pray. The solution is provided by God and not Moses. Verse 27. The response of God. They came to Elim, where there are twelve wells of water. You see, they, they, they saw just one, even though the Bible is not uh, uh, giving details of that water they found in Mara, but by the time they got to Elim, not just one well, twelve. Twelve well. That is how your situation is going to be. You might be expecting that your victory will come in one way. But I'm telling you, in diverse way that it, it will be coming. And you will begin to say, God, how mighty you are. You begin to roll on the 
flaw. Appreciating what God has done in your life. Only when you are not complaining. When you are not murmuring. You direct your frustration to God. Not to anyone, but to God. By that time, the response will come. Because Moses' obedience, God, God take them from bitter water to sweet water. And to what? To flowing water. When life turns bitter instead of sweet, let God take you from bitter water to sweet water. Then, to the following to the flowing stream, flowing fountain. So you need to allow God. And now will God allow this is by telling him. If you don't express your bitterness, what is making you bitter to God, the victory might not come. But I, I, I want to sound some warning here. I, I want us to quickly look at some of the bitter water that as brethren that we are drinking from. We are, some, some of them we are drinking from there knowingly, some unknowingly. So I will quickly run over those, uh, those lists of drinking from bitter water. Example of drinking from bitter water is drinking from the bitter water of lust. Proverbs 7, 21 to 27. Drinking from bitter water of lust. So he seduced him with her pretty speech and enticed him with her flattery. He followed her at once, like an ox going to the slaughter. He was like a stag caught in a trap, awaiting the arrow that would pierce its heart. He was like a bird flying into a snare, little knowing it would cost him his life. So listen to me, my sons, and pay attention to my words. Don't let your hearts stray away toward her. Don't wander down her wayward path, for she has been the ruin of many. Many men have been her victims. Her house is the road to the grave. Her bedroom is the den of death. Hallelujah. Do not drink from the bitter water of lust. You've heard that. It might lead you to death. Take note of this. Another example of drinking from bitter water is drinking from bitter water of greed. Proverbs 11.4 Proverbs 11.4 Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. Riches will never help you on the day of judgment. Don't be too greedy. Don't be too greedy. Don't allow greed to overtake you. When you are too greedy, the repercussion is not good. So don't drink from the bitter water of greed. Too much of everything they say is bad. For your victory to come, if you are looking for something, don't be too greedy. Don't be too greedy. And I pray God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. But we need to help ourselves. Hallelujah. Another thing is drinking from the bitter water of ambition. Proverbs 11.7 When the wicked die, their hopes die with them. For they rely on their own feeble strength. Don't rely on your strength for hope. Let your hope be on God. When the Israelites, when they could not find water, what did they do? They rely on Moses. They rely on Moses. So they believed that Moses can do it. They were complaining. They rose up against him. So, don't rely on your own strength when you are looking for victory. When you are looking for hope, when you are hopeful, take it to God. And God is the only one that can give you victory in that manner. 
Praise the Lord. Another area where we drink from the bitter water is drinking from bitter water of pride. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. When we are too proud, I'm the only one, I'm the only one. I'm the only one that can do this. I'm the only one that can do that. I'm the only one that have this, have that. Pride led to destruction. Don't drink from bitter water of pride. In fact, in your office, if you are thinking without you, they cannot do anything. I'm telling you, either with you or without you, they will do more than you think they cannot do. So don't drink from the uh, from the bitter water of pride, and that is what Bible is telling us. It leads to destruction. Pharaoh, he was so proud that he could not allow the children of Israel to go. We all know what happened. Even after they left, he still followed them. He followed them until he met his own destruction. So, drinking from various types of bitter water is injurious to our victory. It can go against our victory. It may not allow our victory to come at the time it's supposed to come. Drinking from bitter water of sin is a barrier to victory. No one is looking at me. No one is there to see me. Okay, I will do this. I will ask for forgiveness from God. Yes, God is merciful. But you are postponing your victory. Examine yourself. See the kind of bitter water that you are drinking from. Try to relieve yourself from it. Pray unto God. Go to God and complain. Don't complain to anyone. This is the bitter water I have been drinking from. God deliver me. Every hindrance to my victory. To my success, God deliver me. When you drink from bitter water, it takes your victory away. You need to separate yourself. Children of Israel, they could not drink that bitter water. And their test, test it continue. Let me remind you, for those that even go on Hogarth strike, I'm not a medical doctor, but... Those that go on hunger strike, they are not going on water strike. They are drinking water. Because water can sustain you. Imagine for three days, they were without water. These are people that, they were just celebrating the, the victory that they have. That's why I said in the beginning, because you are on the God side, don't think that difficulty days will not come. It will come. It may come. It's left for you to fight it out when it comes. Don't complain. Don't murmur. Go on your knees and pray. You can approach your pastor, the elders, those that are spiritually blessed more than us. We can approach them to deliver us, to pray for us. God will deliver, but they can as well pray along with you. So, brethren, I want you to think deeply in your mind. Right from January, that victory has not arrived. And I'm sure your victory will come by jet, not by, by train is faster these days, not by bicycle. Because if bicycle is bringing the victory, <laughs> that means the, the, <laughs> the, year my, the end of the year might come before it arrives. But I'm assuring you, your victory will come with jets, the supersonic jets, provided you are not drinking from bitter water of sin. I've mentioned some bitter water that we might be drinking from. You need to separate yourself. The children of Israel, they went through testing for three days. Three good days. There was no water. But God delivered them. 
Where are the areas in your life that you feel that, yes, that victory is not coming? See it as bitter water. God will take you to the fountain of water, the source. The source of victory. And it will flow and flow and flow and you will swim in victory in the mighty name of Jesus. The year has not gone. The year is still young. Your victories shall still come. The foundation of the victory can be laid now. Because some of us here, something might be going through our mind that, okay, I need this period for my victory to manifest. I need this number of days, number of months, number of time. I'm telling you, once the foundation is laid today, then... At that time, the expected time you want the victory to shine, it will shine in Jesus' name. There are some victories that when it happens, you cannot hide it. You cannot hide it. We've had situations whereby somebody was not expecting promotion. And promotion suddenly come. Instead of celebrating, he was crying. That is is emotion because he was not expecting it. That is cry of joy. Cry of joy. So your situation is not different. The God of Israel at that time is still the same God today. The God of Elijah is this the same God today. Those that are giving testimony here, don't think that those people are special. We are all equal before God. There is no mountain that is too big for him that he cannot reduce. The bulldozer of heaven will level it. I'm telling you today, whatever victory you are placed before God at the beginning of the year, and you are thinking that, okay, that victory has not come. That victory will surely come. And that victory will surely reach you. And we shall celebrate with you. We shall rejoice with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Still talking about the victory. Drinking from the victory of bitter this, bitter that. I've talked about the drinking from bitter water of lust. Drinking from the bitter water of greedy. Drinking from the bitter water of ambition. Drinking from bitter water of pride. Another thing is drinking from bitter water of anger. Drinking from bitter water of hunger. Let's see what Bible says about that. Ecclesiastes 7 9. Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. Praise the Lord. I think we can see it up. Control your temper, for anger labels you a fool. I know we are not fools. So control your anger. All you need to do is to ask for Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you. Agree. Somebody can make you angry. There's need for you to control your anger. Don't say too much of world, what someone can hold against you. The Bible said that such person is a fool. We should not be labeled fool. In Jesus' name. So don't drink from bitter water of anger. It can take your victory away from you. It can take your victory away from you. If you know that you are upset, walk away from that situation. Walk away from that situation. Don't allow that anger to come over you. Commit everything unto God that, Lord, please help me with this situation. Your subordinate in the office, he might make mistake. No one is above mistake. Your superior might want to crucify you because of that mistake. Own up to your responsibility. Accept that that mistake has been made by you. Because God might be giving you a test. So, don't allow drinking from bitter water of anger to take your victory away from you. Number six. 
drinking from bitter water of drunkenness. Drunkenness. I know you can say that, okay, I don't drink alcohol. Yes, there are some other things that uh, you might engage yourself in, in that uh, also compares drunkenness. Let's see what Bible says about that. Drinking from bitter water of drunkenness. Proverbs 23, verse 20 to 21. Do not carouse with drunkards or feast with gluttons, for they are on their way to poverty, and too much sleep clothes them in rags. Too much of everything is bad. Now, you might be thinking, okay, you are not drinking. But when you eat too much, when you eat too much, we can categorize your being, uh, I think it's fall on so many things here, greedy. It's, it can, we can compare it to greed, lust. Also, okay? So, too much of everything is bad. Cut everything to size. When you overdoing things, It might hinder your victory. Get me right. You can never overpray. I'm not talking in that sense. You can never overpray. Pray unto God every time. Lay everything before God every time. That is the only way you can resolve it. So, drinking from all this bitter water, we need to be delivered. We need to be delivered. And this deliverance requires at times, in many of our, many of brethren, it requires a miracle. To those who desire to drink, the water, to drink of the living water, they can have it by coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to drink the living water, which is not bitter, what do you do? You have to come to Jesus Christ. That is the only way. Recognize that you are thirsty. And that you are a sinner. And that you cannot satisfy your own testing. Trust the Lord. Repent of your sin. And confess Him to be your Savior. Believing that He died on the cross and pay, your, pay for your sin. Now, let, let's look at two things here. The Mara water. How do they make it sweet? With the aid of tree. A tree was dropped inside. And what happened? It becomes sweet. The same way, Jesus Christ was nailed to the cross. If I ask you, cross is not made of uh, ceramic. It's not made of uh, um, any other material or plastic. Thank you, brother. Tree was used by Moses to sweeten the, that bitter water of Mara. The same way Jesus Christ made your life sweet by dying for you on the cross. And we can see the comparison that three was also involved in that. Three days, Jesus Christ rose up. That is after. Three days, they were looking for water. So you can see that the only way out for you from this Bitter water that I'm saying is only by coming to Jesus Christ. It's only by coming closer to Him. He has, he, he, he has been nailed on the cross for you. You need to bring all the bitter water to Him. Let that cross drop like that tree drop in the, uh, the Mara water and become sweet. When that cross drops into your life, the victory is there for you. You are victorious. So, deliverance from bitter water also requires mystery. Thirsty cause mystery. It is said that a person can live three days in the desert before he dies of thirsty. Those in hunger strike, yeah, I said it that time, they do take water. They drink water to sustain them. Drinking of water can sustain 
life. Therefore, when you drink from the living water, it will give you eternal life. That life is only in His Son, which is Jesus Christ. And that is total victory. Praise the Lord. We had a testimony this night. Somebody has already drunk from that. He says he's an infant. He's an infant in Christianity. Because he was born to another faith. But today, the bitter water of his life is gone. That bitter water is gone. And what he's drinking from the internal life. The living water. Brethren, if you are here in your, victory, in your mystery, from drinking from your bitter water, you need not to wait another day. There is a cool, refreshing drink of water waiting for you today. And that water is the living water. Who can give this living water? Jesus Christ. So, when you have this in your mind, and you believe in it, before you ask... Answer will come. Before you lay it before God, the victory is certain. So, put everything across to, to, to God. So, when God sweetens your bitter water, what is that? Victory, 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 and victory forever. So, brethren, what is the bitter water you want God to sweeten today? It is time for you to bring it forward here. You know the bitter water that you, you, you want God to sweeten, to make sweet. When God drops the honey into your life, that honey, it will override every bitterness in your life. So, what are those bitter things that is troubling your mind? What are those things that you, you, you think that, no matter, it's just like coffee, when you, if you put more coffee in a small cup of tea. You add sugar, 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 it will never sweet. You will always feel that bitterness. What are those type of bitterness that you are passing through? If you have such things, brother, I call upon you. You want God to sweeten your life. You want God to sweeten all the bitter water in your life. Please, I beseech you, you come forward so that men of God will lay hand upon you. And made that bitter water sweet in your life. Could it, be, it might not be you. It might be somebody that is not here. That you want bitter water to become sweet in his life. So what is that bitter water that you feel that is troubling your mind? This is the time for you to bring it forward. Come forward as the praise and worship team will be helping us to take singing and to take your bitter water away from you. As the leaders and the elders and the pastors come forward for what bitter water you have in your life. Don't be shy. This is the time. You know the bitter water you are passing through. Come forward. God is there. God is here. Before you come here, God is here. Whatever bitter water that you are passing through, the God is faithful. Today, He will make it sweet. That tree that was dropped, the tree that was dropped in the water of Mara, the same tree will be dropped in your life today. So come forward for God to sweeten every area of your life that you think you are experiencing bitter water. This is the time. Don't delay it. Victory shall come. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pastors. As you are sitting down, if you are not coming out, you know the areas of the bitter water that you might be passing through. Begin to lay it before God. Lord, this is the bitter water I've been drinking from. Release me. Of this bitter water. Speak your word into my life. Make every bitter water in my life. Let them become sweet. You can stand for somebody. Feed the gap for someone. Every bitter water must become sweet. 
in the life of everyone. Lay it before God. God is there for you. He is there to answer your prayer. And our God is faithful. Every bitter water in our life shall dry up. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you are sitting down, begin to put everything before God. God, these are the area I'm experiencing bitter water.
know you are God when the oceans rise and thunder roar I will sow with you about the strong Father you are king over the flood and I will be still know you God, and I will be still, know you are God, and I will be still, know you are God, and I will be still, know you Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I Touch me, 
and oh, joy that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know Jesus touched me. And made me whole. Thank you, Lord. on our feet and worship God for what he has done Hallelujah, 
Alleluia. Lebrolo shende Alleluia. 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 Oh Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Thank you because you have turned our bitter water to sweet water. Thank you for every spirit, soul and body experiencing bitterness that you have visited tonight. And you have given a sweet heart, a sweet soul, a sweet spirit. Thank you for depression that is gone forever. Thank you for every shame you have taken away. Thank you for the glory that you have released into the life of your people. Thank you for shame you have terminated. Thank you for every reproach you have taken away. Thank you for the affliction that you have terminated. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Thank you for tears you have wept away. Jesus will thank you. What a good God you are. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your servant you use. We give you her praise. We pray you will continue to use him the more in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Everyone of us in the month of December, we shall come to testify of what you have done in our lives tonight in particular in the name of Jesus. I declare concerning you as you march on to that month of December. It shall be a month of transformation for you and your household in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is you are trusting God for, to do for you. The God that changed the story of a nation within 24 hours is more than enough to change your story. Within these next 30 days, the Lord will change your story for the best in the name of Jesus. You have been saying some people are coming to testify. I don't have any outstanding testimony to give. Your own testimony will be the first by next victory night in the name of Jesus. That which God will do in your life that you cannot hide. I see my God do it in your life in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. So shall it be. You started this year triumphantly. You will finish this year strong. Strong and triumphantly in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Please, let's make sure we are advertising the outreach. Is this coming Saturday? But I venture here that there is someone here you are not in any group. You don't have the, the WhatsApp uh, hand bill. Can I see your hand up? You are in this church. You have a WhatsApp. You have not seen the hand bill of this outreach. You don't have it. You don't have it. You are using WhatsApp and you don't have it yet. Because now we, are, we only send the message through WhatsApp. We, are, we did not print any hard copy. If you don't have that so that you can use to invite your friend, please see me or see any one of us that have, they can quickly text it to you so that you use it to invite your friends and your enemies. Tell your colleagues in the office about Jesus and invite them to come. And as they come, we'll all be blessed in Jesus' name. Also, on the same day, on 5th, we are having our baptismal service. If you want to be part of people that will be taking baptism on that day, please see me before you leave today. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. And those of you that have been given form for the baptism, make sure you give it to me on Friday or give it to Pastor or Pastor Leslie or Pastor Abraham 
on Friday in the morning and the evening we are going to be having the baptismal class. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Enjoy your wonderful holiday. Holiday, but please make sure you sleep. Are you with me? Use the day to what? To sleep. I discovered my weekend is a full busy weekend. But when I have public holiday, I use it to what? To sleep. Don't go and be running up and down Moscow again. Use it to what? Jesus rested. Used to need to what? Rest. God bless us in Jesus' name. The grace of God and fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Holiness and peace, you are blessed in Jesus' name.